The Chicago Popo Report. Paul Cialino is a licensed and board certified private investigator. He's the first and only expert in homicide investigation hired by 48 Hours and CBS News as an on-air personality. Lupe Aguirre. After completing law school, he became a founder principal of an Illinois family law and real estate firm. He honorably serves the citizens of Chicago as a police officer attorney. Together, they tell the stories of crimes committed in the Chicago area and the stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Ah, uh, Saturday night sports fans, and you know what time that is. It's Popo time. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLS AM 890, Chicago. What's going on, Lupe? Hey, doing, Paul? Doing Good okay. I'm doing okay. How are you? Hey, you know, you know how we do. We, we survived another week. We're still here. It's been a hot and wet week. Oh, yeah. Well, at least yeah. Thursday was hot wet. Hot and wet. Sort of like my whole life. Hot and wet. <laughs> and messy. <laughs> Expensive. It's a hot mess, brother, as uh, a few ex-wives may have said on occasion. <laughs> Is that all they've said? Oh, they've said That's a lot the cleaned-up version. <laughs> they've said a lot more than that down at the Daily Center, generally. <laughs> <laughs> you and Ben Zobris have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. We could we could chat. I wouldn't give up, uh, you know, twelve million, fifteen million a year to go watch the kids. Though I'll tell you that. I mean, he was a good boy, right? Presumably, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Allegedly, she was the uh, the one who's uh, you know in trouble. Too many book signing tours. Too much singing. Mm. A lot of time away from home. Mm, you got it. Well, a major event happened this week. What was that? Oh, my God. That elusive gator was caught. Ah, the gator. There was about a million popo out there in Humboldt Park looking for the gator. Chance the snapper was caught. <laughs> Chance, you know? Chance needs more publicity, okay? Needs more help selling records. And I mean, people ask, why is this a matter of police concern? Why is this a matter of public concern? Did you see the pictures? Humble Park was ringed by the police. They were the first agency that was called. Overtime, man. There's a lot of overtime in Humble Park last week. And, and did we call it, right? Remember last week we said, what did we say? Hey, get, get rid of Bob the alligator hunter who caught a gator, you know, 12 years ago and bring in one of the experts from, I said Cajun guys, but... They brought in a boring Florida dude. Right. They, they The original guy, he was brought in on the cheap. He was yeah. a volunteer, and uh, he was just doing it all wrong. Alligator Rob, he said, "We, you know what? You just got to hang back, you know, clear everybody out, because there's too many people out there. There's just too much noise, and the gator's not going to, the gator's going to be continue to be elusive, because it's just too much noise. He's a young gator, right? Old gators don't care. They just eat everything within biting distance, all right? But this. This young gator, he was shook up, apparently. And Rob, he comes in there and finally he finally gets him for trespassing. That's you know, the charge. You know how we could tell Rob's not from Chicago? Because a Chicago guy would have caught him, hit him in a cooler, and, and build another week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Poor Rob. Not too bright, okay? He had about eight billable hours in this one before he caught him. He did it too quick, but he got a Cubs game out of it throughout the first pitch. And there were rookie patrolmen who got more money on this deal than he did in overtime. I think he wanted to get back to that steamy hot weather back in Florida. Well, he seemed to be enjoying his celebrityhood for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Not he, only did he throw he was everywhere. He'd be, oh, he uh, turned on to Buckingham Fountain I, uh, the following day. How about that? I turned on WLS the other day. He's on the radio show. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, it's a lot of publicity. Not his thing. I mean, it's, it's his usual <laughs> thing out in Florida, but not here. <laughs> no, he was not <laughs> impressed with the whole thing. Hey, but hey, we also have breaking news. Not only, not only was that gator caught, 
for trespassing over a week in uh, the uh, Humboldt Park Lagoon. He made bail. Okay? He made bail, and Fox and Friends refused to prosecute. <laughs> yes, well, he, he got the Jesse Smollett deal, didn't he? Exactly. He's getting deferred prosecution. Yes, he's got yes. he's got 30 days of community service. You have to pay a fine. Yeah. He's going to have to come back in about a month to, you know, just, uh, just for a court hearing. But he... Yeah. Bro, I think they suspended the whole thing. I think they fined him and suspended him and kicked him loose. He's pretty much free to go. <laughs> got like, the Jesse Smollett treatment. Like according to uh, the FOP, almost everybody at Cook County Jail. How many? Uh, how much money in, in resources and man hours did the city spend on this on this, oh. on this gator? Oh, who knows? The city's going to have to sue the gator now. They're going to have to, you know, <laughs> yeah. send him a bill. You're gonna, for, we're uh, going to milk this gator At story. least $100,000, right? <laughs> Aren't we? Aren't we? We're going we're gonna to run with the gator. And because he's in Florida, he's probably going to try to, you know... <laughs> Come this, back. This is not the proper jurisdiction to sue me in. We're going we're gonna to make a federal case out of it, okay? You can't <laughs> sue me in state court. You're going to have to sue me in federal court because it's probably going to be in excess of $75,000, and he's a resident of Florida. <laughs> That's perfect. Right. That's perfect. That's federal jurisdiction automatically. Exactly. Right? That's yes. It. Yes, it is. So good for you, Mister Gator, <laughs> or, or Chance the Snapper. It's a pretty sorry looking excuse for a Gator. I got to tell you. <laughs> okay, caught him with a fishing hook. It wasn't yeah. even challenging. He just cast a few times and snagged him and dragged him into they the boat. They tired him out after a whole week. I'm sure he, he wasn't, you know, getting a, getting a lot of good food or, or uh, whatever. What's in the lagoon? Well, it's a short, it's a, A, it's not a very deep lagoon. There's not a lot of fish in there. I think you could walk across that thing, right? It's you're barely boat worthy. <clears throat> I remember going there as a child and uh, never coming back because just uh, there's a lot of crime in the area. Yes, there's you always could, been a lot you, of crime. You couldn't, in that area. especially yeah. back then. You couldn't hang out in the, the little beach area. No, in Park. no, yo, you still can't. You're, it's still bad. So now Lupe Aguirre stayed away from that park. That's a good idea. That's <laughs> why you're here with us today. Yeah, doing heroic stuff. You survived. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I guess that's it for Chance the Snapper. That's why it's a public concern and a police concern, people. I'm glad. Just explain it. I'm just glad you it. figured all that out for us. All right, all right. But under, let's go to more important news. Uh, it was another another violent weekend, huh? Or no, another normal weekend? How about that? It wasn't even normal. Wasn't it bad? It really wasn't. We've had much worse. We we have had much much worse. It and and overall down. You and I might be the only two guys in Chicago saying this. You know, give it, spinning it that way. Yeah. Except we're not spinning it. It is down. It, it's not as bad as it has been. No, it's especially still, 2016. It's it's right. It's still bad by uh, any other comparison you want to make to any other city, but it's not as bad as it has been. Yeah, we haven't you know quite gotten hold of the the gang problem in the city. Haven't that's gotten always, hold of it in about the last 60 years. I, I'm not sure that's going to happen anytime soon, at least not in our lifetime. We've got a lot of increased technology. As I said, the uh, the right. city the city's putting a lot of uh, technological resources in the districts. We've got the nerd squad out there on the case. The nerd squad. We've got the uh, you know predictive policing uh, strategy. Uh, we go knock on the door and say, hey, you're going to be a gunshot victim this weekend. Come with us. We'll make sure that doesn't happen. Each district has uh, three ladies swimming in a swimming in a pool. Uh, you know, getting their heads together, predicting crime, and um, that's helping a little bit. What a budget, huh? 
we don't have time for the story loop, but we'll start. I'll tell you about the fire department budget as opposed to the police department budget when we come back. All right, Paul, thanks for starting us off. My nonviolent supporter of deferred prosecution, low-level partner in crime, as the Chicago Popo Report gets underway here on a Saturday night. More to come, including, hey, tell me if you've heard this before. Another Chicago alderman gets raided by the feds. <laughs> he was out playing golf, though. He missed it. Yeah. Seven scooter companies get fined by the city of Chicago. And the Spanish police arrest cocaine bigwig with drugs hidden under his toupee. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 90. Hot town, summer in the city. Back of my neck, getting dirt and gritty. Ah, we're back. Chicago Popo Report. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLS AM 890. 50,000 <laughs> screaming watts, people, Saturday night. Talking about all these Popo criminal stuff going on out there. Lupe, what's next? What's up on the agenda? Let's let's continue talking about the, uh, you know, the crime. Yeah. Well, yeah. we got a lot. We got yeah. enough of it, don't we? We got a lot of crime. Because someone's going to have to answer for it. And maybe our Superintendent Johnson. Well... <sighs> Here we go again, right? Let's let's just we're going to blame him. It's all his fault. And in the newspaper columnist, there's an agenda. Somebody's got an agenda out there because all of a sudden, uh, there's a lot of character assassination going on on Johnson. Like he he's the cause of all the ills of this city, and it's his fault. And you know what? We'll make a change just for the sake of making a change, which is nonsense. Because uh, let me give you a baseball analogy, loop, okay? Madden, right? Great manager, won mm-hmm. the World Series, mm-hmm. right? Um, not playing so great, they start screaming to fire him. By the way, I had a conversation with Ricketts about managing the Cubs. Ah, what did he say? <laughs> he said, can you motivate these guys? I said, give, give me a week and they'll be screaming for Madden to come back, okay? I'll motivate them, <laughs> yeah. all right? <laughs> give me a week and they'll be loving Madden. But uh, And it's the same thing with the superintendent, I think. Uh, it's easy... To pick him as the bad guy. You always, need a, you, always, huh? you always need a punching bag. Yes. Okay? And does anyone work harder than him in this city? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I mean, this dude comes out of a <clears throat> kidney replacement surgery, bouncing on the street a week later. Okay? He does not take a day off. He's out there. He's working. He's pushing. He's prodding. Uh, there's Listen, there's only so much the Popo can do. Gangsters are going to be gangsters. They're going to do gangster stuff. You can't. We can't do one-on-one policing in a city of, yeah. you know, two point eight million. We can't hire two point eight million cops and assign everybody their own personal police officer to make sure they behave. You know, society's responsible for this, and and the politicians are far more responsible than any police superintendent. That's what the mayor said. It's on all of us. I mean, it's not only a police issue; it's a societal issue at large. Uh, we have uh, economic and societal disparities throughout the uh, throughout the city. Uh, education. That, that, that play into this, yeah, disinvestment on the south side, on the west side. And this has been going on for years, for years. It just didn't happen under Rahm or the previous administration or, you know, su- the superintendent uh, no. can't necessarily fix it in two years. Listen, he is doing as well as you about as humanly possible, I think. And... They need to get behind him and quit picking at him. Perkwinkle went nuts this week. You know, blaming him for blaming the county. Oh, listen, the county, the bond thing, right? Yeah, the bond thing. I'm going to yeah. tell you, if if a guy gets caught with a gun and he's a convicted felon, I'd make a- his bond so high he's not coming out of there. Right. Right? Because yeah. it's a 10-year it's a ten year hit if you get convicted of it. All right? Uh-huh. It's a, a federal court mandatory 10-year hit. 
Let the feds indict him. Exactly. How's him over at the MCC? What mm -hmm. are they doing mm -hmm. sitting around? I, he's absolutely right. You, you arrest a guy in a gun beef, and he's out the next morning with another gun. Yeah. Right? It's baffling, yeah. Yeah, listen, I'm all for... She's uh, deflecting. She's low level deflecting. Drug. Exactly. Yeah, let's blame him. It's his uh -huh. fault, right? Meanwhile, her force reserve chief police has to resign because he gets embroiled in a $250 ticket beef. Yeah. And he's a former bodyguard door, I might add. Yeah. All right? I'm thrown down for the superintendent. I mean, this is ridiculous. She's all, him. She, Preckwinkle's all about saving her behind. Uh, yeah, she's uh, she's an elected official. She's, she's in for another four years, no matter what, unless she gets indicted. Uh, but... Superintendent Johnson. I mean, his uh, his job's on the line, and uh, she's just piling on right behind everybody else. You know, and let's look at that, Luke, because really, what does he have left to prove career-wise, right? He's going to walk out of CPD and get some fat job with some big security or, or uh, big corporation, uh, tripling his salary. He's not going to have any anybody sniping at him in the paper every day. I mean, the dude is doing it for all the right reasons. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He, hey, he don't need the headache. He could just walk away tomorrow and retire with a really nice pension and, and leave it. But he is from the streets, man. He born in a housing project. The dude is out there swinging from the for defenses every day trying to resolve these issues. Yeah, he's got a legacy to look out for. Uh, not only his career, his son's a police officer. He didn't even apply for the job, right? Yeah. Which I think is part of the problem. He he wasn't up there politicking go. and kissing that butt and, and trying to get the job. Yeah, he wasn't the final three of which uh, of which Lightfoot, who was <laughs> yeah, the uh, president she, of the uh, police yes, board, was handpicked, and, and it was up to Rom to uh, select from the uh, the three finalists. But right. he chose Eddie Johnson. There's a reason for that, uh, I believe. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and much as we dislike Rom most of the time, I think he made the right decision in this case. Yeah, I, I, I it was the right decision now, for the for the time. Yeah. Far better than the previous five. Okay. Far better pick than the previous five superintendents. Yeah, we had we we have Weiss, we had uh, McCarthy, McCarthy before that. Uh, Perry Hillard, I can't recall sitting here, but I'll tell you what, he's this guy has absolutely been been the best. Yeah, and uh, give him man, give him let him work. The numbers are coming down. Are they going to go away? Are we going to have? Are we ever going to have a weekend with zero homicides? Maybe if it hits about seventy below zero. Or 135 degrees. We might. We might. Yeah, one of his central arguments also is let the police be the police. We have been restrained. We have, I mean, rightfully so for certain reasons, but we have to sometimes get down and dirty. Listen. It's not a pretty right. job. No, it's not. And and you're always under a microscope. And some police need to be under a microscope because they're yeah. bad police. Yeah. But when you have a police department with 13,000 badges... Guess what? You're you going to have bad have guys and bad girls have. out there, right? Yeah, yeah. And no. hopefully it gets sorted out. And 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 we, I think we've learned a lot of lessons throughout the years. The, the police department is probably far more professional than it's ever been at any given time. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. We can't suspend civil rights, which is what you have to do if you want to stop all this. Right. You, you could you could start slamming people against cars and on the asphalt and searching every guy on the west and south side. And you're going to find more guns, but you're going to have a lot more civil rights complaints and a lot more lawsuits. And we just can't function like that. Right? Yeah. 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 And as a police officer, you're going to lose your job over a bit? No. No. You you have to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a far greater professional police force now. Better trained. I think so, too. Uh, it's younger uh, you're looking at you look at situations differently, you know, with a more measured approach. Yes, 
And uh, I think, yeah, we should we should give him a little there, more time. There, there's a more, let's work this out uh, instead of, I'm going to kick your ass and throw you in jail tonight approach. Right, right. And and I think that has evolved. It's a good thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know about citizen complaints being down. I think they are. Because you, you're not hearing a lot of bad acts after Van Dyke. I don't think there's been a bad shooting. Or, oh, no, or even a controversial one. Not, not, not on that level, no. No, but I mean on any police shooting any, level. Yeah, and, actually, and, no. and police shoot on average 30 people a year in Chicago. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's been over a year, and it's uh, clearly that had an effect on deadly force. Van Dyke happened in what, 15, 16? The shooting itself happened in 15. 16, I think. 16? Oh, yeah. God. Right. Doesn't matter. It, it's really woke everyone up. Yeah. Right? And everyone has been uber cautious which is a good thing mm-hmm. you don't want to be shooting somebody silly willy right every I mean, police you better have a good reason to do it yeah there's gonna be there's always gonna be it, there's always gonna be misconduct you know but i think uh with the proper training and continued um education yes and the police force is becoming uh much better uh at policing. And bro, that's due to the leadership. It starts at the top. And it does, yeah. And it trickles down, and, and it's happened with Johnson. I think he, he's mandated, for example, the uh, the technology. Yeah. There's a technology surge in the city, in the police force. And it's been very beneficial. It's not the end-all, be-all, but it's been very beneficial. Uh, we're going to hit the hole again, Paul. When we come back, uh, we will get to that alderman who was raided by the feds, but first, a police officer that was behaving badly, okay? You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 90. Uh, we're back, Pete. Chicago Popo Report, WLS AM 890. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, Saturday night. Hey, folks, can't hear it live. WLSAM.com. Anytime you want, just download that little app on your phone or your laptop and Click on the Popo Report or any other uh, 8,000 mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> podcasts that show up there. But mostly the Popo Report, because that's, that's where you get entertained, my friend. We're first on the list now. The, the Google machine put us on top. There's a reason they put us on top. That's right, because right? you, you, our fans are listening. We're trending, brother, okay? From yeah. Alaska to Florida, from California to New Jersey. They listen and they call us. They, they write. Prolific writers. Yeah. <laughs> From over by there and over by here. That's Everyone's right. listening. I think we've got more people listening out of state than in sometimes. Australia. Australia. Got people in Australia listening? That's right. Yes, we do in Perth. Hey, little Chicago Popo girl got herself in trouble, bro. What'd she do? She's behaving badly, double uh, dipping, man. What's her name? Tabitha Tab. Let's see. Mr. and Mrs. Tab have Tabitha, and they go, What can we name this child? About, I know, Tab. We'll name her Tab Tab. <laughs> <laughs> like what a cat! I, well, Tabitha Tab got caught double dipping, working both jobs at the same time. Chicago Popo timesheets matched up with her private security job timesheets. Well, her parents were lazy on the on the name situation, but apparently she's not lazy. I yeah, mean, she's, she's not lazy she's at not all. Lazy at all. I mean, she's working two jobs at the same time. She's, now that's amazing. She's hustling. It's also illegal. <laughs> it's also a problem for her. That's uh, probably an indictable offense these days. She's on duty at 114th South Stewart, and then she's, uh, where else is she working at? Working security at Altgeld, while taking part in one or more arrests of Chicago police officer on 131st and South Langley. On three separate occasions, yes, yeah, she was clocked in, <laughs> clocked in working for the Popo, Chicago Popo, at the same time right. she's doing her security gig 
<laughs> she should. She wasn't covering her behind that well. Listen, I I bet she had an app on her phone where she could monitor the security gig from the phone while she's locking bad guys up on right. the south side. Right. Right. She's probably the only one there. No one's going to keep tabs on Tabitha. Uh, so she thought it was a perfect gig. Well, you know the officer. The Office of Inspector General, which are people who do not mind their business, they're always in everybody else's business, aren't they, Luke? Man, yeah, they're always... They're know, kind look. of a major pain in the ass for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right? They found Tab, Officer Tab, they're working 45, weeks, 45 hours a week as a security guard while clocking in a 40-hour work week as a cop. For more than 500 hours, she was on the clock for both. You know, that's what you call a written trail. That's where it gets ugly. I wonder who ratted her out. I mean, she she oh, probably peed somebody off, and yes. she's like, uh, well, yeah, I know what you're doing. <laughs> boyfriend so, maybe dined her, huh? Somebody, I mean, she, she she rubbed somebody the wrong way, and then the jig is up. You well, know? Superintendent wants to fire her buddy, signed an order of termination, and right now she's suspended without pay. Do you think the police board gives her just some time off, or do they go with the, you're fired, baby, sorry, adios? I mean, what's happening these days? I don't think there's really much uh, much leeway you anymore. Got everybody in the world coming down on you—the superintendent, the police, everybody. Nobody likes you, especially if the Chicago Popo Report's <laughs> talking about you. Oh, Your you goose know. is yeah. cooked. Yeah. She's she's really going to appreciate this <laughs> this bit, right? <laughs> these are these are Popo guys. They're 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 on my side. They're why are they? On my why side. are they talking crap about me and what I did? What I illegally did? We well, did that's probably we why. Crap about her in a very nice, nice way. Way right. We, we kind of like her. She's ambitious. She's, she's hardworking. Hard yes. Yeah, supporting a family, presumably. Yeah. I say, you know what? Here, what's the Popo report say? I say three months off without pay, reduction in rank, and okay, you learned your lesson. Reduction in rank. What does she get reduced to? I don't uh, know. To a probationary officer? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Put her back on probation for a year. Here, you have to be a retread for a year. Yes. You have to go to the academy and sit in the back of the room for a year. Go through countless popo classes. <laughs> you know, you know, Luke, they should just let us handle this, this disciplinary stuff for them. Don't you think? We, we, we'd do it so much quicker. We'd do it far more inexpensively than they do, right? Yeah. But I like I like your suggestion. Three months. Yeah, three months. Otherwise, she's probably been pretty good. She, hey, clearly she's out arresting people while she's supposed to be doing a security card gig. So I mean, the city's not out money because she's do she was actually yes. doing her job. The 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 security gig, the security company, they're out money. They got a beef. I mean, he has to, she has to pay restitution. You <laughs> the, know, uh, the residual effects is the security guard company's clients probably going. You know what, boys, you're fired. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot more moving to this thing than just Tabitha acting badly. Badly, yes. We have another uh, agency personnel acting Ooh. badly too. Copa, the dreaded enemy of all Chicago police officers. Civilian Office of Police Accountability. So nope. yeah, they have an employee who's uh, doing uh, a few things that she's not supposed to be. Doing. Well, she's a former employee now, my friend. Okay, now yeah. <laughs> Because it's uh, Chicago Inspector General. We got Inspector Generals everywhere, don't we? I mean, it's like that's kind of that's got to be quite a gig. I mean, you're you're just that's like a that's like IED, right? It's worse. It's internal yeah. affairs. <laughs> I, I'm not IED. Yeah, right. I mean, IA internal affairs. It's worse. IA yeah. takes like nine years to investigate yeah. you and get to you. Okay, the Inspector General. Oh, Joe, he, he's right all over it. He's a former U.S. Attorney. Knows how to push paper quick. So when he comes sniffing, you better be better watch out. Huh? We have to come up with a catchy little phrase about when Joe comes sniffing. <laughs> Anyways, 
Uh, Allison Johanna. She's history over there at Copa. 35, accessed the records of her brother, boyfriend, and some of her boyfriend's relatives, all Chicago cops, almost 70 times while working as an investigator for a civilian office of police accountability. Ooh, 70 times. I wonder why she was doing that to her brother, her boyfriend, and her boyfriend's relatives. I mean, were they doing something something they weren't supposed to be doing, or was she trying to hide something? Was she the, trying to give them the heads up? The you guys are under investigation. I mean, it goes on and on, right? <laughs> the possibilities are endless. We or should, was she just bored? I think she was just bored. Lot, it might be a lot of that, right? But she, yeah, listen, uh, with with responsibility, uh, you know, when you have access to stuff, you have to act responsible. Yeah, you do. You just can't silly willy just grabbing everyone's personnel file and access whatever they're able to right, access over right, there. Right. That'd be a good question, though. What can they access? Yeah. We well, they could access. Out. We could access anything if it has a legitimate police purpose. I mean, let's say we're, you're working on a case, you're doing a. Uh, uh, you've got an arrestee, right. you know, you, you, you look for his associates, his associates, associates. I mean, right. yeah, it's as yeah. long as it's a legitimate right. police purpose. Yeah. Yeah. No, your boyfriend's relatives, probably not legitimate. Yeah. At three in the morning at your desk. And then, I mean, you, because they, you have com computer records of all these searches. I mean, you know what you, what you were doing before and then what you were doing afterwards. Were you like shopping at Amazon right beforehand and then you straight went straight Pinterest. to... Yeah, went, <laughs> Pinterest. She was on Pinterest. She was on Pinterest. <laughs> she was playing uh, whatever. Yes. A little, little solitaire, but, but it doesn't end there, my friend. Okay? Because while she was under investigation, she anonymously sent a complaint to the IG from work falsely accusing a co-worker she suspected of cooperating against her and... She accused him of plotting the mass shooting at, at Copa. So this co-worker <laughs> sort of narked her out. Perhaps. Perhaps. At least she thought he did. Right, right. You probably, probably sit next to her in the cubicle, kind of peeking at her. So out of an abundance of caution, <laughs> she, uh, she, uh, she made this phone call, this anonymous phone call, you know, accusing this poor yeah. guy. During work hours. During work hours. <laughs> And then what happened? SWAT shows oh, up. I mean, oh, she SWATed the whole unit. <laughs> she, Everybody's went, on the floor with an AR pointed at the back of her head. She she did, yeah. <laughs> she did SWAT Copa. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, essentially hey, what hey, she the did. Lawyer said she just sent out that email in an uh, uh, abundance of caution, Your Honor. Your Honor, it was an abundance of caution. Mm -hmm. We just want to make sure there was no mass shooting at the mm -hmm. offices of Copa. Can you imagine everyone laying on the floor, sucking nasty carpet, getting handcuffed, SWAT with a boot size thirteen on the back of your neck? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Miss uh, Miss Johanna, she's uh, she's gone, and we're gone. We're gonna take another break, Paul. But we come back, we're gonna talk about yeah, the alderman behaving badly. Okay, more people behaving badly. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSAM eight ninety. Welcome back, Popo Nation, to your sharper dress men in uh, WLS. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, looking good today, man. I like your shirt, yeah. Uh, flying the flag today. You got the Florida themes going, too. The Florida flag <laughs> thing going, huh? With the Chicago, Chicago flag. Chicago, yeah. We look good all the time, though. But hey, there's a, there's a guy who got, got tased in the little village by the Popo and pepper sprayed, and it was all captured on video. Mr. Ramirez, Mr. Ramirez, what an a-hole. Mr. Angel Ramirez, not an angel, okay? Get what they say, when, when the play is cast in hell, there are no angels. There you go, I like that. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh -huh. And Angel, I watched the videotape, you watched the videotape, as did 330,000 other 
Chicagoans and counting watched. Mm-hmm. Entirely negative comments. That's why I don't read negative comments about us, okay, because I hate bad news. But yeah. entire negative against the Popo. Now, I watched this thing. It's a game you got everything he asked for that night. No need for an investigation. It's all on videotape. He perfectly deserved what he got. He, he unnecessarily injected himself into a police matter. And then he got tough. Then he played the tough guy card with the popo. Yeah. My experience, that's a losing card. They asked him politely, please, you know, you, you're getting too close to our crime scene. This is our, we're doing an investigation. You can film, you can, you know, you can record, you can do whatever you want, but maintain a safe, reasonable distance. And he didn't follow, you Bro, know, I'm going to tell you something. Five years, ago, orders. five years ago, this guy would have got shot. For what he was doing. He was resisting. He was getting tough. He was combative. He wasn't following lawful and legal orders. Yeah. All right. And they pepper sprayed him and they tased him twice. He's not too bright. He's ha he has his family, you know, in a car feet away. And he decides to get out and insert himself. Videotape. And his wife is also videotaping inside the car, which was which was a, a reasonably safe distance. Why didn't he just stay in the car and videotape? His wife didn't get tased. She didn't get messed with because she wasn't she wasn't unnecessarily injecting herself. Listen, he was combative. He wasn't following orders. Look, I'm the most liberal guy ever about this stuff, okay? Yeah. I, I can't stand abusive police. But they were not abusive. In my opinion, not the least bit abusive this night. No. And... And I hope nobody gets in trouble over this thing because this guy. And by the way, the second time they tased him, he goes down. What do they do? They made catch sure, him. They made sure he didn't hit his head or, or get hurt on Absolutely. his way down. Yeah. He, he, they did a lot more than most police officers would not have done. They'd have just let him drop like a rock, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, they gave him a little pepper in the beginning. You know that didn't really help. He was they, a big boy, man, and yeah. he was being resistive and combative for yeah. no good reason. For no good reason. It was a traffic stop. They were doing an investigation in a. In a gas station in Little Village, well lit. The gas station has many cameras around. There's no re. I mean, was that his relative? Did he know the girl? It doesn't even matter. There's no reason for Listen, someone like that to right. do that. And there's kids in the car screaming, Daddy. Okay, hey, Daddy, sit in the car and don't act up and no one's going to be upset. The kids are scarred for life. They just saw their oh, daddy please. get peppered. <laughs> and, they won't, and, and they won't even remember next week. <laughs> and it's all his fault. It's not the it's not the Popo's fault. It's his fault. If I'm Angel's one of Angel's kids, I go, "Hey, Daddy, keep messing with me." I call the Popo. I'm and sure they tasing your. And I'm sure asses. they've and I'm sure they've seen this guy do far worse and and, and, and do <laughs> sillier things. You know, I, I could almost guarantee you, Angel has a long and Angel is no history, Angel right? yes. in this matter, uh, right? Not, no, and we're not spending no more time on him. Okay, we vote. Popo did a good job that night. And, hey, and it's very unpopular sediment. Hey, this is this is this is the Popo Review Board. That's right. And according to us, hey, that was a good tasing. Judgment final. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, that's right, brother. Okay, moving on. Uh, back, back to our more pedestrian politicians uh, getting squeezed segment. The usual and the normal thing that happens in Chicago. The feds raid the home of Bex Alderman Saluski. Yeah. And ally of Mike Vatican. Yeah. Bro, they're closing in. It's all, they're all interconnected. It's all, you know, it's a spider web of just corruption. And the feds are closing in one by one. Now, Saluski's a smart guy, though, because he hires an attorney, Thomas Breen, one of the better criminal defense attorneys. Oh, you know this guy. Huh? I know Tom well, and he's good. And matter of fact, 
High retainer. And, and oh yes, very high. <laughs> yes, yes. That no cheap retainer at Mr. Breen's office. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you you're gonna be writing that five figure check quick, and it's gonna get burned up pretty fast. But uh, Breen had one of the three coppers who was found not guilty uh, and out of the Van Dyke thing. <laughs> right. But Breen wins mm-hmm. and wins frequently. So Zalewski's not stupid. He hired a good lawyer, which is a good start. However, <laughs> why is Zalewski getting search warrant dropped on him? Because he's pals with Mike Mannequin, right? Like I said, yeah, exactly. You're, uh, you, you, lay, you lay down with, uh, what's that old saying? You lie down with dogs, you're going to wake up with fleas? I mean, yeah. Well, here's how this works, okay? And we're going to see it with R. Kelly, which we're going to talk about at length later on. But when they want to get, when the feds want to get someone and they really don't have great direct evidence on them, what do they start doing? Low-hanging fruit. Oh, no. They start indicting their friends, doing search warrants, their mama, their daddy, their brother, whoever may be vulnerable. They start squeezing those people because those people do not want to go to jail for the target. Just like uh, just like when the feds go after the uh, the mob, they go after the uh, the, uh, the soldiers at yes, first. Yes, they you know? work their way up and the then food the, chain. And then the captains. And then they'll eventually get the top guy. Let me tell you, somebody's not going to want to go to jail for 15 or 20 years. And because this is how this works, okay? So Zalewski gets the gets the, the raid. He's by the way, is on the golf course when it happens, which is a very good place to be when your home gets raided. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be there. <laughs> nothing good's going to happen. No. Not, not a thing you say is going to be helpful later on. In any event, and he hires Breen. Breen's doing the talking now, so he don't have Zalewski's pretty insulated. But here's Zalewski. Hey, mannequin. You know, I got these legal fees. I got all these problems. It's because of you. You going to take care of me? And Madigan's lawyer is going to go, you, you can't even talk to Zalewski now. Mm-hmm. So now Zalewski's out on an island, mm-hmm. as is Quinn, the other guy who got uh, the feds raiding his house over Madigan. Yeah. So no one's talking to these guys. No one's taking care of their legal fees and all the other associated costs that, that happen with these things, right? No, And no one's volunteering. I'll go to jail for you. Don't worry. I'm going to take care of this. This is my problem. Mm-hmm. So they start squeezing mm-hmm. and squeezing and squeezing. And pretty soon, even if someone didn't witness something directly, they get the idea, I got to tell these guys what they want to hear or I'm going to jail. And it really doesn't matter if it's true or not at that point because, they, listen, they're spending money like uh, money's just flying out the front door to legal fees and, and the whole thing. And guess what? They're going to say, what, what do you need, Mr. And FBI agent? What do you want from me? Yeah, no matter what, most people don't want to go to jail. Right. But the other side of it is you're going to spend yourself into bankruptcy defending somebody who doesn't care about you. And this guy's got some got some money problems, you know, already. He's got them now. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Breen does not work for free like some of the attorneys in this town. Okay, Breen going to get paid and he's going to get paid really well. So, uh, and you know, what, 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 what uh, IRS has filed liens against Zalewski for 185,000, yeah, yeah. 99,000, 85,000. So, it's they gonna be are filing bankruptcy again. Using this dude. Well, guess what? You can't discharge IRS liens in bankruptcy court. There you go. So, that doesn't help. And your lawyer, he don't care if you're filing bankruptcy. You better be paying me somehow, or I'm gone. I signed that little form saying, I withdraw, Your Honor. We're done. It's going to be joining Danny Solis, you know, who's also... Uh, yeah, but Danny Solis, what? He got he had 220 k in the old Alderman Fund that paid legal fees. Which I didn't, I mean, I didn't realize that. I guess I guess you can use that uh, for your, uh, any kind of uh, legal services, even, uh, you know, it's good uh, to, when the feds are closing in, <laughs> keep bro, you from going to jail. Bro, it's good to be an Alderman in the city of Chicago if you get in trouble.
Yeah, well, he can't. He's not going to be spending that money on massage parlors, uh, supply of Viagra, <laughs> or weekends in Indiana for his uh, for his son. You know, his graduation party. He's giving it to the attorneys at Oprah's house, at Oprah's at, at old, old place, at right? Oprah's old place. Yeah, not cheap. I'm yeah. guessing you're not renting that place for uh, twelve bucks a head. Oh, that's it for that, Paul. We're going to hit the hole again when we come back. We're going to get into uh, our our guy, R. Kelly, and his uh, trials and tribulations. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSMA ninety. See you in a bit. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. Step four. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Uh, welcome back, sports fans. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino to Chicago Popo Report. WLS AM 890 Chicago. Saturday night. And we're back to one of our old subjects. Yeah. Mr. Robert Kelly. Oh, it's not Jesse Smollett? Oh. Nah, Jesse's out of the news this week. It's the other guy. The other guy. <laughs> yeah, the other guy's got a lot more problems than Jesse ever had or will have, I believe. You're talking about R. Kelly. I'm talking about R. Kelly, man, who is locked up in the MCC, and he's locked up and not on the good boy wing. He's locked up 23 hours a day. Roberto. No phone, no TV, nobody to hang out with, no playing cards, dominoes. No chatting on the phone. You can't play Bones in the MCC? You can do a lot of things in MCC unless you're locked up 23 hours out of the day. Then you're not doing much of anything. You're locked up with the snitches and the guys who are high risk. They get beat up uh, and, you know, robbed, what have you. R. Kelly is a potential bad target because people in jail will try to extort him. So... You know, I mean, he's he's locked down 23 hours a day, limited access. I mean, no privileges, zero. And he's indicted in Chicago, federal court, and New York. That New York indictment, you know, that carries out an intriguing legal twist, charging Kelly under an anti-racketeering law that historically has been used uh, to prosecute mafia guys. I'll make a prediction, Loop. Robert Kelly, not going to see daylight for another 20 years. He, he's cooked. He has put a fork in Robert. If he could have beat the state case with Greenberg, mm-hmm. and, and that's a possibility, I, basically, especially if they're trying them on the same old facts. Yeah. Right? The, because the uh, uh, same victim purportedly is, he was indicted for before, is now cooperating. Right? Uh, you have a transcript with her back there saying, not me. Wasn't me. Now it's me. But the feds. Boy, that is a whole different thing. And that 18-page New York indictment also includes his entourage. They're, uh, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're in they've lies got the their problem. Tr- they've got their troubles, too. And uh, yeah, exactly. The entourage who's no longer being paid. Mm-hmm. Not on the payroll. If they're facing jail time legal fees and everything. Let me think about this. I used to work for Robert, and I did a lot of things that, at the very least, were not very nice, like pay off people, bribe them, etc. If the... That's what the feds are accusing him of. Yeah. Now I don't work for him and I'm broke. Robert isn't hiring lawyers for anyone. So now you're out on that island alone. We're back to the old, let's squeeze everybody around you deal. They're extremely culpable. I mean, they would lure these minors, these teenage girls backstage, you know, direct access to uh, to R. Kelly. There, there was some, there were some uh, stipulations or some conditions. You got to call him daddy. Oh, you know. <laughs> And you, you can't look at any other guy but R. Kelly. 
This is crazy stuff, man. I mean, this is bizarro whack job stuff. You got to wear baggy. On. You got to wear baggy clothing when you're with him. <laughs> Listen, and and as the U.S. Attorney said, we're talking seventh and eighth grade girls. Seventh and eighth grade girls, man. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you, there is not a juror anywhere in this country that's going to feel one little bit sorry. And you start parading these kids into a courtroom under a real controlled uh, situation where they look like a million bucks and sound like a million bucks and they've been practicing their testimony and getting grilled by every manner of federal and state agency and U.S. attorney. Robert Kelly is never going to be able to get on a witness stand and try to defend himself on this stuff. And also, according to that that indictment, these girls, these young 7th and 8th Great girls weren't allowed to eat or go to the bathroom unless <laughs> oh, R. Kelly sloppy. allowed him to. Man, what a juror hears that, they wow. will lose their mind. Even if it's not true, they're still going to lose their mind. Yeah. They're gonna, they're, if they hear enough of it, they're going to believe it. And they're going to saturate his that's trial the, with bad acts. That's the thing, yeah. Right? Even mm-hmm. if these, he's not charged for these acts, they're going to bring it in. And they call it bad acts. And guess what? I'm going to tell you, I am glad I am not working on this case because, man, this is going to be a bloodbath for a defense team. And Kelly has no resources. He's tapped, broke, no money. Well, they're accusing him of hiding money. Come on, he's he's living at Trump Tower. That's where he got oh, nabbed, and he's walking. For. He was walking. He was walking his dog, and then you know the uh, with a cigar. The, the feds just pull up on him and grab him. What happened to the doggy? They just take the doggy too. I think they called animal control, or no, uh, somebody close by took the dog for him. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares about the dog? Okay. I mean, <laughs> although it is an interesting side story, right? <laughs> He's, it, it humanizes. I, I was just watching, walking my dog and smoking a cigar because I can't smoke in Trump Towers, my apartment. <laughs> I'm following the rules. That's right. And I wonder what the monthly nut over there is that you got to pay just for the privilege of being in Trump Tower. It's got to be several thousand a month, right? I mean, yeah, depending two, on... At least two or three grand. Depending on the square footage of your of your right. pad, yeah. Right. You're yeah. looking minimum minimum three, four thousand. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's an expensive You know, R. Kelly's not going to live in a one-bedroom or in a studio apartment. <laughs> he will He's got be a nice, when he gets out of this jam, if ever. <laughs> He's got a nice corner. He, he had a ni- he had a nice corner apartment, so, you know, on one of the higher floors. So he's probably looking at five to ten thousand well, dollars a month. He he is... Put a fork in Robert. I'm not going to comment whether he did it or didn't do it. I, but presumably, he's got some serious issues. And I, I've seen the you know the Netflix special and I've read uh, everything about it. Not everybody's lying all the time. And there are false allegations in these cases all the time. But Robert Kelly has got a long, torrid, evil history yeah. behind him. And it's coming on the roost now, man. He's and, got a big problem. And like you mentioned, uh, part of their case involves that 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 girl who uh, refused to testify in his first trial, uh, and they're calling her minor one. And they also the prosecutors are also in possession of three extremely disturbing videos showing the sadomasochistic <laughs> abuse <laughs> oh, of the girl. None of this. Is I mean, good. that's that's yeah. that's pretty powerful language right there. One of them uh, videos purportedly has. The kid constantly repeating their age. Yeah. What's, how old are you? How old are you? 13, 14 years old, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, you you are so cooked. And the feds, the, the state guys might not have played the last time, but the feds are going to get their way. They always get their way in federal court. Yeah. You're gonna, this is going to be most scary. It's going to make uh, El Chapo look like a walk in the park when they get done with R. Kelly. 
Yeah. El Chapo's going to be saying, man, I got a pretty fair trial compared to this guy. <laughs> they don't like him. El Chapo's going to be feeling, well, it wasn't that bad. I got life plus 30, but R. Kelly, ooh, he's a trouble. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> El Chapo will be going to be writing, R. Kelly, man. What did you do to these people? <laughs> El Chapo just murdered and killed, you know, what, allegedly hundreds of people? I don't know, but you're going to be right Kelly going, he's, they don't like you. He's doing far better. <laughs> he's going to be doing far better than R. Kelly. I, I, I got to tell you, R. Kelly is probably feeling like that about now, but uh, if it's all true, he gets everything he deserves, man. And if it's not true, it's, it's one of the tragedies of the world. But I, I got a feeling a, a lot of it is true. Maybe not all of it, but a lot of it. And he gone. But, hey, our boy Kevin Spacey, I got to bring it up. And I don't think he's on the list. But they just dropped the criminal charges against him. And the whole molesting the minor in the bar thing uh, out on the East Coast. It, which goes to show you how these things play out sometimes, right? right? Yeah. And sure, there's everyone in the world screaming this happened, no doubt about it. Well, guess what? The alleged victim took the Fifth Amendment. Instead of turning over his phone said, I lost it. Because they wanted text messages, all right? And, and as, as the, a result, he's blacklisted now. And the yeah. prosecutor dumped the case. Mm -hmm. Now, that's one victim. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, according to the feds, have got about 60. We're going to take another break, Paul. And, uh, hey, people, bolt down your air conditioners. <laughs> They're stealing them out in this hot weather, all right? And also, we're going to get into the, uh, the scooter companies who've been fined by the city of Chicago. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 90. See you in a bit. Yeah. Oh, it's hot now. Chicago oh. Popo Report is back. WLSAM 890 Chicago. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. Loop it over to Bronzeville. What happened in Bronzeville, Loop? Uh, Chicago Popo, I've issued an alert. Hey, people, watch out. Your AC, your air conditioners are getting getting took, getting taken, you being know, stolen. You know, this is a Chicago grand tradition that's been going on since we've had air conditioning units in the windows, right? And there's two two problems with air conditioning units in the window on the first floor. Well, they're stealing the units and the condensers themselves. <laughs> right. Well, I, now they're they're getting the big central air ones. Yeah. I mean that that requires a lot of work. It requires teamwork. Yeah. It requires a flatbed. You're, you're, you're cutting stuff and hauling it. It takes two people to carry that stuff. It involves a lot of gear. And it's four or five grand, man. Gone and, and heavy. Yes. 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 But heavy. it's it's by beats buying one, right? And, and the window air conditioners. Why work hard and buy stuff when you could just steal it, right? Yeah, and steal it and not get caught. But, I mean, <laughs> they're getting whacked around over there on the uh, south side. <laughs> I mean, they're stealing them as fast as they could get them up. So, uh, folks, you live on the first floor and you got a window air conditioner, that thing better be secured because A, uh, they will steal it, or B, they will kick it in and come burglar you. <laughs> yeah. A so, twofer. <laughs> that's right. We'll get the air conditioner and burglar them, okay? Yeah. If you're on the first floor, you better figure out something. But uh, watch your air conditioners. Bolt them down, people. <laughs> yeah, bolt down the air conditioner. <laughs> Get a, make sure cameras are right on the air conditioners and make sure they're... Uh, Get that alert thing happening, right? Yeah. So they start cutting on your air conditioning unit. That takes a while. It's not a quick... Quick job. You get you get that alert on your on your phone. Yeah. You know, get, make sure you get that app. Anything starts moving, you know, sensors start uh, you know going crazy. You'll get that alert and you'll come down and you know nab them before they take your AC. Hopefully, <laughs> if you're all not busy working security jobs while you're supposed to be on the job, you'll be able to get there in time. If you're right? not working two or three <laughs> jobs at the same time, yeah, yes, it's going to yes. be pretty impossible. 
Hey, and uh, uh, the scooter companies are already having issues, aren't they? They're getting fined by the city of Chicago. Well, because they're not following the rules. I mean, it's a pilot program. It's uh, we got 10 scooter companies who are involved, and uh, only three of them managed to uh, comply with the, uh, the safety protocols. You've got Line, you've got Lyft, you've got Video Ride, who are demonstrating you know, a commitment to safety. Bro. But the other seven, not so much. I, I was down in Fort Worth about a month and a half ago, and the scooters are a pain in the ass. They are laying everywhere, on the street, in the gutter, on the sidewalks, in front of stores. People drop them and leave them. They're like uh, oversized beer crates laying around. And I don't know how you control... They expect people to keep them within a designated area. I know they have GPO. They, uh, you know these companies do not have a dude out in a van chasing scooters, right? They're supposed. Well, the the plan is uh, after midnight, the scooter companies. I mean, they're all GPS. They're supposed to go out and corral all these uh, scooters that are out of the uh, boundaries. And I've seen. And I mean, I've seen in the West Loop. You see, you see scooters all all around, and you've got two to a scooter. You've got you've got young kids who aren't supposed to be on these scooters riding the scooters. Uh, they're supposed to be uh, parked not in the uh, public way, like off to the side. And no, they're they're strewn everywhere. Exactly, bro. We can't regulate it. Convicted felons on parole with you know <laughs> keeping guns out of their hands. What are we going to do with the scooter problem? I just I see nothing but trouble with the scooter thing. Hey, Paul, but this is just the first step in holding these companies responsible. Okay, in uh, meeting our str- the city's strict pilot uh, terms. Yeah, we just got to find somebody that's going to enforce it. Let's see, fine them a thousand. <laughs> yeah, they each they were each fined a thousand dollars. I wonder how much money they made. You know, because at some point you go, you know what? I made enough money. I'll pay that thousand. I'll take that hit. Well, at the end of the yeah, well, at the end of the uh, pilot program, I guess, I guess who, whichever, whichever uh, scooter companies performing, you know, the best, you know, who has right, the I, least I, amount of fines are going to get the gig. They're going to get that. You, they're going to get that contract. Popo reports says, do away with the scooters. We don't need them. I say keep still keep them in a desk and don't allow them in the loop. Don't allow them yes. east of Halstead. It's going to be go. it's going to be mayhem. Lupe Aguirre throwing down very appropriately on Michigan Avenue. It's going to be a mess. This is why we should be running this city right from here. We could do it. Yeah, would take us two hours a week on Saturday nights, and, and we'll do it a lot cheaper than the mayor does. Keep it west of Halstead. <laughs> yes, that's right. Keep that mess west of so, Halstead. Solved yet another problem. Here you go. Uh, what happened to a lady on a divvy bike? A hit and run driver got her in Humble, the Humble Park neighborhood. Uh, she was riding her divvy, and she was seriously injured. Uh, and hey, you just got to keep your wits about yourself. Make sure you, uh, you know, watch she, she, watch your six when you're when you're riding that divvy or any bike. Uh, but sometimes Chicago Avenue late at night, twenty six hundred West. Yeah, yes. it's kind of there's a a time to ride your your divvy and a time not to ride your bike. Maybe ride not at divvy. eleven o'clock. Okay, and she's in critical condition, and I don't know how she's doing now, but it, it's bad all around. But it happens everywhere. I mean, a, a couple uh, a couple just got hit uh, in uh, River North area on uh, Grand Avenue, and uh, again, a car hit him from behind, hit the divvy from behind. And uh, the guy's not critically injured. The wife wasn't critically injured. Uh, but it could happen anywhere on the south side, west side, east side, you name it. Just watch your six when you're riding that divvy. Yeah, yes, be very careful. Or the scooters, I might add, okay? If you're on the scooter, you might want to watch it as well. We haven't had any. Have you heard of any uh, tragic uh, accidents yet. with, uh, with not the, yet. the scooters? <laughs> They're coming, right? Yes, they are. They'll be com- we'll be talking about that. Hey, but going out to Royal, I like this story, huh? Because we've all maybe wanted to do this at one time in our lives. 
<laughs> you just want to jack your uh, mother-in-law. You jack your mother-in-law, your girlfriend's mom, who's not being, maybe he doesn't approve of the relationship. Uh, probably with good reason after this, right? Because uh, Jordy Nito, 20, he was a bad boy. He took the old Astro van at, and what did he do at 1.15 a.m. in the morning? <laughs> Well, he took that creeper van and just uh, slightly nudged uh, the uh, girlfriend's uh, mom. They found the mom laying in the lawn in front of her house. Maybe I, she slipped and fell. It's, it's, I, Jordy's public defender out there in Kane County. That's going to be the defense, I'm guessing. That's okay? the defense, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's slip and fall my, injury. Uh, client did not hit her with the van, with the Astro van, mm-hmm, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's out in Aurora, man. By the way, Aurora Police Department, second largest police department in Illinois behind Chicago. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's... Uh, With our favorite, one of our favorite chiefs out there, that's too. It, you're exactly. That's right, man. She's tough. She'll get to the bottom of this. I bet, she, I bet she'll come on the Popo Report and explain it all to us. They were waiting for her, yeah. <laughs> well, there was an argument, and Needle got mad and struck her with his minivan. Usually, you just give him a whack in the side of the head for being sassy, right? He had to get in the van and really escalate matters well mr <laughs> 20 year old nieto i mean he's probably have he has a little impulse control problems think, he's only 20 he's only 20 years old he's only 20 <laughs> years old i mean it oh, takes that. it takes it takes a young man you know at least till his 25th birthday to get that there's get a that reason under control there's a reason the car rental companies won't give you a car until you're 25 right <laughs> or your insurance premiums are you know <laughs> yeah. slightly less expensive yes there's a good reason for that <laughs> and this would be exhibit number one wouldn't it because you tend to make uh bad decisions bad judgment calls <laughs> you think a little bit yeah so what's the next, Paul? Well, I don't know. I think we're going to take a hard break uh, pretty soon. But we're going to talk about animal cruelty charges on DuPage County where 29 dogs died in a fire. Oh, oh that's right. Ooh, it's that's a bad right. story, man. Oh, this happened back, uh, yeah. Well, it was well, a while well, ago. Yeah, back in May. Right. Bad, bad fire because the Carroll Stream Police, our fire department, go out there and they're getting dogs loose. But guess what? They were, this is like a pit bull rescue center, right? Mm-hmm. And they were all pit bulls. And... Uh, the pit bulls did not distinguish with the friendly firemen trying to save their lives. <laughs> they come out of their cages biting and snarling, bro. A lot of firemen got bit that night. Well, we'll slightly talk about that uh, after this heartbreak. You've been listening to the Chicago Pope Report on WS AM890, and we'll also get into funky crime and punishment time around the nation. We'll see you in a bit. Uh, we're back, people, warming up to the finale. WLSAM 890 Chicago, Popo Report, Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. Dog Days of July are here. Out in DuPage so. County. Yeah. Uh, we covered this story earlier where a bunch of uh, pit bulls, rescued dogs, got killed in a fire. 29 of them died in a fire in January out in West Chicago. It's right on the corner of uh, North Avenue and County Farm Road there. And, or maybe Army Trail, one of the two. But, the guy was gone, 5 a.m., fire breaks out, and a patrolman, uh, deputy sheriff's going by, sees the fire. They will get many of the dogs released. Fire department comes. They're getting bit. A lot of stuff going on. There's 58 dogs. A lot of them got killed, but they charged them with a whole bunch of crimes out there in DuPage County. My buddy Bob Berlin had a press conference on it. The number usually was 31, but it's down to 29. They're found dead. Yes. Listen, a lot of dogs. 
This guy, uh, Garrett Mercado, 29 of Woodridge, he gets charged and arrested. He's in charge of the animals. And he had a good reputation for taking care of dogs. But now, on close inspection, not, it seems like he was in over his head. The operation just got too big for him. Yeah. Too many dogs. <clears throat> uh, tragedy happens. And uh, he's 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 got some problems. Yeah, but, he was finally taken into custody uh, this past week, and uh, he posted a $5,000 cash bond, and uh, he's due back in court on August 12th, and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm predicting a guilty <laughs> plea in this one. Yeah. All right. But Tom Breen's not getting called in on it. No Tom Breen. No Tom Breen on this on the dog case in DuPage County. We're going to, how about, we're going to Newark now. Newark, New Jersey. Uh, I got a police lieutenant acting badly, bro. <laughs> what are police lieutenant do out there? I don't know. I probably it's not taking the uh, break up too uh, too lightly and went off the deep end. Uh, and uh, yeah, he shot his wife and tried to kill her boyfriend too. He missed him, right? Or he hit him and he didn't kill him. Guy, he shoots the boyfriend multiple times. He survives. Yeah. He shoots the wife. She's able to get away. She dies on a neighbor's front porch. The wife gets away, and she's knocking. Yeah, she's knocking on her neighbor's doors, and no one's answering the door because it's late. People are sleeping. Right. You know, it's yeah. uh, yeah. it takes you a while. And meanwhile, he's he's hot on her trail. And he, he's, he, he's in a killing mood too, man. This is bad. And uh, he's he's an old timer, been around forever. Just lost his mind. Yeah, I mean. Lost his mind. These divorce separation situations are very, uh, very extreme. Not the first wife of a police officer killed in this sort of triangle. They often end badly. And some you get guys who work full time and have a gun twenty four seven. You should think about what's happening because it could get very dangerous very quickly. I mean, the uh, police department, uh, friends and family, they should have. Should have recognized something was going on, and and uh, should have seen the signs. Uh, this just didn't think? come broiling out at one big no. moment. No, yeah. this was going on for a while. Yeah, right. But no one wants to say it. he's a lieutenant. He's a boss, right? Everyone's kind of minding their own business, staying out of the fray, and uh, tragedy happened. And, and apparently, a good officer, nice guy, loses his mind, tries to kill two people, manages to kill a wife, the mother of his two kids, who were home at the time this happened. I wonder if uh, there were any uh, domestic disturbances early on. Oh, man, did she I'm, did she attempt to call the uh We're going to hear Popo a lot of bad stuff come percolating out of this one. They as didn't time heed, goes on. heed her warnings or uh, uh, they chose not to do anything about it. There's going to be lawsuits too. Well, but, but another happy ending story at all <laughs> coming up. We're staying on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In Philadelphia, okay? Grace man Stevenson. steals car with three kids inside. Dad chases them down and beats the thief to death. Summary execution at the scene of the crime. So yeah, yeah so the mom. She, well, let's, let's, so the mom pulls up to uh, the uh, where the dad works. The dad, the mom with three kids, right? Yeah. So the dad works at a pizza joint. Right. So she's picking up food. She leaves the car running. She leaves the kids inside, and uh, this knucklehead uh, decides to jump in and steal the car, and takes off. And the dad, he's hot on the chase. Yes, he is. Lucky, <laughs> luckily for uh, for traffic, he catches up to the guy, pulls him out, and starts beating the hell out of him. It beats him to death right on the spot. Him and uh, him and uh, some uh, you know uh, citizens who were uh, originally watching, they decided to get get in on it, right? Uh, the get father, in on the beating. Yeah, yes, there were other guys watching from the neighborhood. Everyone got in and beat him until uh, the car thief was knocked unconscious. Then he's uh, taken to the hospital, and uh, he pronounced dead right after 10 p.m., so he gets kicked to death in the street. 
and all because of bad traffic. <laughs> if you ever driven in Philadelphia, this is an entirely believable story. Yeah. Because it's bad traffic everywhere. Um, so car thieves, uh, yeah, think twice about you know taking a car in, in Philly because you're not going to get far, and you probably get your get your ass whooped. And guess what? Philadelphia did not charge Daddy. No one's been charged in this case so far. But here, that it also let's let's we could dive into this a little bit more. I mean, do you think he took it a little bit too far? Once, okay, once the car was stopped, he got the he got the guy out of the car. The kids were no longer in danger. Okay. So it it's not it's not just a property crime where your car gets stolen. You right. have kids inside. Okay, right. finally. So you stop yes. them. You pull the guy out. So the kids are no longer in danger. Right. You've got a hold of the guy. You yep. can hold him. Yeah, you're you pretty can hold heated him. up, man. You can hold him for the cops to come. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen in Philadelphia or Chicago. <laughs> if if you're mad enough to run down the car and get the bad guy, yeah, you're not waiting for the popo to show up. Uh, it's all on videotape, though. Yeah. Uh, there's cameras, surveillance cameras caught this stuff. I, the dicey parts comes when the other guys join in on the beating. That That's where it gets dicey. Uh, you know, but how the, bad was this guy resisting? Was he getting the better of the father initially? I There's a lot of moving parts to it, and but no one's been charged. But we will let you know if they do get charged. I mean, hopefully he doesn't get charged, and, uh, you know, it was... Uh, eh. I mean, I think the dad's in good shape. I'm, dad's I'm, in good shape. The uh, bystanders who jumped into the fray and helped the dad out might not be in such great shape. You think they'll be able to, you know, identify him and and, and get a hold of him? Probably I'm gonna, not. Right? I'm, I'm going to say they were in fear of their who life. Doesn't want to <laughs> jump, get in on a good, you know, on a good stomping and a, well, a good ass. When you find out some of these kids just got kidnapped, yeah, right, and. This is a neighborhood guy, probably. Other neighborhood people joining in. Eh. It's the pizza guy. Let's go help him out. That's right. It's the pizza guy. He feeds us three times a week. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know why he's chasing his car, but we're going we're gonna to go. Of course, we got Mama back at the scene screaming, my babies, right? For him, he was acting in the heat of the moment. Uh, his, uh, his emotions are high. He, you know, my, my, my kids just, you know, were in, in, in mortal danger, and I just saved yeah. them, and you're, you're going off of adrenaline. Yeah, he's got... Mitigating circumstances. Popo reports votes not guilty in the dad. Well, we're holding reservation on the other two. The Popo <laughs> Review Board. That's right. The Chicago Popo Review Board. It's a good stopping on the dad. Not so much for the bystanders. Yeah, but that's what we want. We want to see the videotape, The folks. jury's still out on the... <laughs> yes, please send us the videotape. Uh, Philly cops, okay? They're fans. <laughs> and we have some Philly cops that listen to us. They like us. Oh, but hey, look. You know, before we, uh, before we take a next break, we got to talk about our guy, uh, Ben Zobrist. <laughs> You know, <laughs> Ben. It look like Ben's coming back this year. And you know what? I think I think I'm done with Ben because he's just taking this way too far. This whole you know breakup, you know divorce thing, my kids, and you know cry baby. He's losing that. the popo report he's over this, right? Wait, 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 wait. It's time to come play baseball. Okay, forget this time off stuff. He was now. originally yeah. the victim in this whole thing. You know, yeah. his wife cheated on him. Uh, you know, infidelity. It's never a good thing. You know, and and and, and they're. They're big divorce, and you're ruining the uh, the Cubs because you're not you're not there. You're not the utility guy. You you, you oh, always were. They're not complaining now. No, no. When when they weren't doing so well, everybody was complaining. But I think uh, yeah, you're dead to the Chicago Popo Report. We were on your side, but no longer. You're dead to us. We're done with you <laughs> because this crybaby thing is you taking it way too far. We're willing to wander over into sports occasionally, although you know we probably shouldn't. But we I mean, do. It's 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 got a it's got a it's got a civil uh, lawsuit you know taste to it. Uh, there's uh, victims involved, but man, that's why that's why it's uh, of popo interest. That's right. Okay, we're gonna take another break, Paul. When we come back, we got funky crime and punishment time around the nation. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSAM 890. It's Florida time. We'll see you in a bit. Man, 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 man.
Chicago, a Popo Report, back for the closing segment, the big climax. Folks, it's almost all over with you. Don't want to quit now because no. we got some great stuff coming up. That's WLSAM 890, Saturday night. Spain's National Police, they're getting in on it. Getting in on the Chicago this, Popo uh, yeah, Report that's action. That's right. We made it to Spain, okay? What happened? This dude comes over uh, going through customs, and he's got a key of Coke underneath his uh, toupee. <laughs> I saw pictures. It, it wasn't concealed very well. No. I think maybe he had a did a little dipped into that key on the way over because <laughs> it was poor judgment. But he tried to get through customs with a key underneath his toupee. Uh, he left. He that left, worked out badly for him. He left Colombia. Okay, he's a <laughs> Colombian national. <laughs> yeah, he made it out of Colombia. Okay, but he didn't make it into Spain. He's not. He's not going to get any attention when he hits customs in Spain, is he? In Madrid, <laughs> or Barcelona, not, none at all. Where are you from, sir? Columbia? Are you just happy to see me, or is there something underneath your toupee there? Why, why, are, you so, why are you acting so nervous? What's wrong with you? Come with us. <laughs> I lift the toupee up. Boop. Bye-bye. Maybe because he's got $34,000 worth of yayo I'm, underneath that wig. Bro, bro my guess is the, the narcotic uh, laws in Spain are probably pretty tough. <laughs> see you later. Uh, I love this next story, man. Huh? Do we, do we love this story? This is in Canada. Our friends in Canada who have a sense of humor, apparently. I mean, I thought that was pretty ingenious. What did. <laughs> you don't have a booster seat for Junior, right? Yeah. You got you to gotta improvise. What's approximately the size <laughs> of that you know, booster dimensions seat? Dimensions of that booster seat. And what do we consume all the time? Well, we're in Ontario. So... We didn't have the booster seat, but we did have a case of beer handy. Of course. So of we course. put Junior on the case of beer, and down the road we go. I mean, it's heavy. It's not going to go anywhere. And if you're if you're if you're on top and you're strapped in, chances are you you're, you're not going to go flying either because you've got the you've got the weight and you've got the uh, the strapping and yeah. you're good to go. They they charge them with not strapping properly. I, you know, I say the beer case defense works. Right. All right. He was strapped in. I bet he had the seatbelt on him. He's just sitting on top of a beer case. Yeah. That's the same as a... I mean, what's, what does a booster seat do anyways? I mean, it That's just right. gives you some height, right? <laughs> just gives right. you some lift. That's so when that, when that airbag explodes, it could kill you. That's, that's <laughs> why you want him up at the proper height. Uh, moving right along. I love this story. We're back in Florida. And what happens when we're in Florida, folks? Then things tend to get silly a little bit. A little southern down there. There's a Florida man got mad, caught, caught his wife messing around. And he got a little extreme, bro. Another tryst. Another, uh, yeah, <laughs> another three-way action, just like the one out in New York, but it doesn't involve a, a police officer. This is just a run-of-the-mill Florida guy. Uh, 49-year-old Alex Bonilla had no sense of humor about Mama cheating on him, did he? No, no, no. Oh, no, he was not happy at all. Because no. what did he do? It was She was having an affair with the next-door neighbor. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, not a good idea. At least keep it down the block. Why? I mean, down and then the next door neighbor. Now that's really embarrassing. Now that's just that just hits below the belt, right? And, and if it hits below the belt, you got to go somewhere next to the belt. Alex right? didn't have time to not be mad. <laughs> he lost his mind and goes next door, and uh, he cuts his neighbor's penis off. He keeps it. It's simple as that. And leaves. Simple as that. Investigation continues. The victim was hospitalized. Surprisingly. Enough, <laughs> right? But do we? Did he? I mean, was the penis returned? 
Did he flush they it didn't down? Say did he, they recovered it? Did he flush it down the toilet? I'm did assuming he, they recovered it. Did he feed it to our our? Ch- did he feed it to Chance the Snapper? <laughs> I mean, oh, man, I don't think Chance was back home yet. <laughs> no, or Chance's relatives. Uh, you know, based on Chance's diet in the humble party, but would have ate it. Okay, <laughs> and hey, we're the next down in story, Florida. A little bit more uplifting, right? <laughs> What happened, Lou? <laughs> well, again, things got slashy down in Florida. <laughs> hey, if I want to get get down and uh, you're too tired to get down, I'm gonna get pretty. I'm gonna be pretty upset, Paul. I mean, not you personally, not you. Because <laughs> I'm just gonna go turn on Sports <laughs> Center if you tell me no. Okay, I'm fine with it. <laughs> with my wife or girlfriend <laughs> or my significant other or both. <laughs> yes, one right after the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, Miss uh, Jennifer Lee Chapman. Here you go. Three names. Uh, there you what go. Gen- when first, you two first names. Two first Jennifer names. Lee. Jennifer Lee. Jennifer Lee. Yeah. Got a little frisky. Grabbed the kitchen knife and started slashing. <laughs> she didn't. Hear, she didn't like hearing no. 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 Guess no, what? Nobody does, Paul. <laughs> she also headbutted him and punched her. Punched him. In addition right. to slashing. Oh, she's not only uh, good with the knife. She's an MMA fighter. She's pretty <laughs> tough, man. I'm, I'm the next boyfriend. Be warned. <laughs> Or she said he'll probably go right back to her <laughs> after he bonds her out of jail. Honey, it's all it's all forgiven. Come on home. I, I think you're right. <sighs> you what do you say? We're back and we're still in Florida. We can't go. St. Petersburg and the foreplay gentlemen's club uh, becomes an issue in this story <laughs> in St. Pete. And what happened? Man <sighs> left two children, one of whom suffers from brain damage and is severely autistic. Home alone early Friday after he spent four hours at a Florida strip club. Oops. I mean, when you have that urge, I mean, nothing's going to hold you back, Paul. Even, you know, you know, needy kids at home. See, here, here's the problem. This is, these aren't his kids. And they're right? not his kids. Maybe, that, maybe that's... They're his girlfriend's kids. The girlfriend goes to attend her mama's funeral in Georgia, leaves him in charge. Maybe in his mind, this is not my problem. That's exactly what's in his mind. Mm-hmm. Not my problem. Uh, they're sleeping. I can go. It's just going to be four hours. I mean, it's only going to be four hours. They sh- they'll be fine. This is this is the ultimate jag off guy. Uh, it's bad news and lucky there was no tragedy, right? No, L- we're very fortunate there was no tragedy here. You want to you want to talk about Captain America? Or you want to go? Yeah, to Nebraska? let's talk about Captain America real quick. What Captain America do down there in Virginia? Yeah, he, uh, he went all out with uh, with a uh, with a hammer. <laughs> he did, didn't he? But isn't that isn't that what Thor's all about? It's well, Captain America. Doesn't he have like that big, big round shield? Yeah, and, yeah. He don't have a hammer. Doesn't does he? have a hammer? No, no. But we tried to. Well, they said Captain America fan goes all Thor. Yeah, so, yeah. So he borrowed a page out of Thor's book, right? Right. right. <laughs> what did he do? He beat a couple people's up with a hammer. Is that what happened? It's both victims in the head. And investigators, very, very, sh- these are sharp guys. On there. they believe alcohol and drug abuse may have been a factor in this incident. You think? Yeah, well, for his uh, hammering deeds, he's going to face a couple felony charges. Oh, yes, uh, he is. Yes, he is. He might not be out for a while. Virginia, man. Hey, but hey, it's the end of Watch, and it's happy ending time, Paul. Uh, this is a happy this ending a story, bro. Very, we like this story, right? Very great story out of Michigan City. So, Been to that lovely part of the country many times. Been to that particular part of Lake Michigan. Very nice area. Beautiful beach. And uh, toddlers out on the inflatable duck. It's very windy out there. An inflatable duck's going to be taken out fairly quickly if you're not, if you're not paying attention. Lake Michigan is a very dangerous Rip body of currents. Water. Yes. It's, wind. 
you get killed quick on Lake Michigan. Yeah. Now, now your little kid, your toddler who's on the duck float, gets blown out into Lake Michigan, and guess what? Mom can't. My mom can't. You know, reach can swim fast. Can swim fast enough to go get the child. Michael, you got that warrant incoming. Or warrant? Did I say warrant incoming? Yeah, <laughs> it's not a warrant. Waves. Waves. Yeah. Waves coming against you, right? Tide incoming, and she can't get out there to get the kid. There's a guy. There's a guy on a on a paddle boat trying to go trying to save the the, the child, and then there's a there's a boat that comes comes by, and well, unlucky for the child, the the, the duck boat. boat the no, duck boat uh, flips over. The child went under, so the guys in the boat jump in, and luckily save hey, the child. The kid had floaties on though. Hey, it didn't last though. Not a neglectful mom there. She had floaties in the float, but the kid is saved. No injuries. No harm. No foul. One great story out of Michigan City. And that does it for us this Saturday night. And as always, don't poo-poo on the popo. And mind your own business. Watch your six. We'll see you next week. Thank you, everyone.